I'm locked up, it won't let me out. They won't let me out, no. One time for my LA sisters. Got the spot open up one time. I found places is a virtue. One and now got one push came to shove. One what? One love. One love. One love. One love. One love. One love. Pew 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 pew. What is good? What is good, man? We back at it. Episode 61. Everybody locked up. But, hopefully we say, Day One Lifestyle and Friends, the podcast. You got it. You heard it. It's me, the Muffin Man 3-2. My boy Garrett, a.k.a. Fabs 3-0-4. If you haven't tuned in before... You can follow us and stay up to date on Twitter at Day the Number One Lifestyle, at Instagram at Day One Lifestyle, and boom, man, we at sixty-one episodes. What's going on, G? What's going on, man? You said everything that I needed to say. We're back for another fun-filled week. Big, big shout out to everyone that's been tuned in the last few weeks. We've been trying to bring that good energy, and you guys have been showing the good energy back to us. Facts. I'm not even going to mention, I'm not going to start out the podcast mentioning the Rona's full name right now, Muff. Let's just, let's start with with some good news. Actually, hold up, hold up, before we do that. It was just announced the 10-part Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance, is being moved up and will begin airing on Sunday, April 19th. Give me some air horns for that. Need it. So this 10-part documentary was supposed to air in June, but they listened to the people, and this is exactly what we needed, Muff. They moved it up to April, and this is, as I said, one of the good things that's actually happened lately facts yeah i mean we can't you know watch basketball so at least we get to watch one of the basketball's greatest if not the greatest ever played a game and, you know a nice documentary with some footage that we've never seen before and it's just gonna be a good time you know for everybody that just really in the sports world especially basketball I'm, i know i'm excited to see it so yeah man this is good news here's something they're doing too is that i think they're doing two a night so every saturday there's two of the 10 part if it was up to us, of course, you know how we are with binge watching nowadays. But honestly, in the time we're in, I kind of like it spaced out because knowing me and knowing you, we'd probably watch all 10 episodes in one sitting. Facts. And then feel empty at the end. Like, all right, now what's next? So, yeah, I, I like the move, actually. And it's prime time. Like I said, there's nothing else better on. So I'm really excited for that. And uh, like you said, I feel like we always say that. Man, we even say with our show and friends. But we really do bring friends on. But the never-be-seen uh, footage, people say that with the show, special guests are coming out. But I really do think we're going to see some cool footage. And if you think about all the people on those teams in the 90s on the Bulls, I mean, you had the Worm, Rodman, Scottie Pippen, I mean, mm-hmm. you had you, Steve Kerr. You had a lot of different people, so I think this is going to be a fun watch. And I, I, I think 
every sports fan and just anyone that likes basketball like ourselves are really going to appreciate this. Facts. And I, I think from what I saw, Kobe's going to be in there too. So, Kobe. you know, it's almost going to be like his, him talking to us from, from up above, you know, I guess you could say it like that, but it would be good to kind of see, you know, his perspective and, you know, you always hear those debates and, you know, who's the best, who's the greatest and, you know, rest in peace again, but, you know, it's going to be great to see, you know, great to see him at least one more time and, and some real, real life action, I guess you could say. You, the one thing I saw that, that did crack me up, it said, man, now, now some of you guys will actually get to see Jordan highlights for once, you know, just saying that people never, never really pay attention or actually got to see Jordan play. <laughs> I know we really didn't get to see Jordan in this prime play. Obviously, both of us have watched a lot of highlights and watched a bunch of old classic, hardwood classics, but I am looking forward to this documentary a lot. Like I said, this is definitely... They listen to the people. ESPN, ABC, Jordan, everyone involved in it. Uh, Netflix, I think you're going to be able to watch it on Netflix overseas, and I imagine they'll probably put it on Netflix after it, you know, the 10 part happens. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, overall, it's just a win for everyone out there that likes basketball and appreciate the goat that Michael Jordan is. Facts. This might be perfect. I know last week we were talking about day drinking decks, and you, you you gave nice five key essentials for a nice deck. And I want to add on a extra that if it's warm, like I said, I might be watching this documentary with the with the projector. I mean, honestly, that's not a bad move. You know, I gave the basics. That'll mean that when I get my deck, you know, it ain't going to be decked out, hey, so to speak. I add it on there. That's that's really good. And if you're going to throw the projector back there and we're going to watch this 10-part documentary about the greatest basketball player of all time, I'm going to the store, mm. picking up the mini hoops, little tights, big action. Crossing people up, you know what I mean? One, two step, fade away. Wait, you're gonna throw that on the deck? Yeah, throwing it on the deck. Oh my gosh. That's, okay, so see, now we're doing the extras, of course. That's not the top five essential, but those are nice key essential extras that that you might want to add to your to your deck and where you enjoy some alcoholic beverages or just water and orange juice, so you can boost your immune, immune system. Mimosas, whatever you want to do. Hey, feel free. Like I said really excited for that and uh we'll definitely be be going into detail on those episodes once they do premiere yes sir well, what's 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 good with you man what's good with you episode 61 like you said shout out to all our loyal listeners out there shoot another day another dollar man trying to holler man that's all we can do keep on going you, you see what i've been doing in the kitchen man you know I, I've, I've been stepping it up a little bit big cereal on deck big cereal action real big cereal bowls Nah, nah, I did see the other day we were talking. I see you got this new, what, like coffee press? Is that like, and you were so excited. That's like peak adulthood, you know, getting kitchen gadgets. <laughs> At least for me, it might be. He ain't lying. Tell, tell the people about your, your your coffee press, man. Let them know what's going uh, some, on, man. Something, something slight, something different. Um, I, I don't know if it's considered too much hipster-ish. I'm, I'm not sure if, if that's what it is or more just a hobby. But uh, it was a gift for me, so... I, what can I say? It's you. You make coffee, and it's a. It's called the AeroPress. So if you want to watch some YouTube videos on that, definitely. But yeah, I'm. I'm getting in my bag on how I'm supposed to do it in different ways, because it's. It's almost like a hobby for me now. Because what can I? Dang, can't shoot no hoops. Can't do some other things. So I mean, you, you can't know, shoot I'm no gonna, hoops nowhere, bruh. But see, I now, mean, now I got to. Now I got to inquire. You know, inquire. Are you throwing water in your coffee? Or are you doing like hot milk? It depends what you want to do, and that's what I'm saying. I'm experimenting right now. You can do a little nice latte, a little espresso action, 
or you could try to, you know, I mean, just a regular cup of Joe, you know, so you can kind of, there's different, there's levels to it all, man. I'm telling you, YouTube it. They have competitions, all that. I'm not going to get that neck deep in that, but it, it is pretty cool to mess around with. So I have been messing around with that. I've been chefing up a little bit, taking taking some pointers from you, I'd say. But uh, Now, let me ask you this, because, you know, most of those gadgets is multifaceted. Can you do, like, hot cocoa with it, too? You can do whatever you want to do, man. See, now that's where you start to really go crazy. You know what I mean? You get the hot milk, you do the hot cocoa, you press it down, maybe throw some whipped cream on top, a little you know, uh, uh, powder, cocoa powder on top. And you got a good night or a good day, whatever time you're drinking it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so, man. You might as well go to Starbucks though. If you want all that extra stuff. Who going there right now? Which one? I mean, yeah, you're right. Stay inside, stay inside. I didn't barista. I'm coming over. Being the big, the big foodie that you are, Muff. I got to get your opinion on this because, you know, I have been watching some TV and John Taffer from Bar Rescue, you know him, right? You're familiar yep. with him. Yes, I'm sure a lot of our podcast listeners are too. Yes, sir. He was on, I don't know what news he was on. He was on, he was on some news or some show, cooking show maybe. And he was talking about the restaurants facing new challenges once all this is over, whenever this is over. Now, obviously me and you and everyone out there knows that people, everyone's going to face challenges when, when things go back to normal-ish, but he made a good point about saying even when things get back to normal that people aren't going to want to sit shoulder to shoulder in a lot of these places which then you know what i mean businesses are looking at a whole nother problem because they can't have the same amount of people in there also he was talking about trust i was thinking at first that you know everyone's going to rush outside to go out and eat like go eat go drink do whatever just just be out shopping everything right and i still think that could be the case but I look, he's got some good points because people still going to be kind of skeptical. It's not like one day everything's just going to stop. So. Yeah, honestly, I, I do agree, too, because, you know, I think at first people are going to be so tired of being confined in their homes that they're going to want to get out and do everything. But then again, there's some people that are going to be like, OK, you know, just because they're letting us out the house doesn't mean this is just magically disappeared. Like it's still going to be out there. And I think people, you know, are, are, are the, the takeout model is still going to be there. So they're going to have to figure out how to keep that ramped up while being able to serve people in the restaurant. I think that, you know, some natural selection people, when they go back out there, they're going to do the same thing. And I feel like we're going to hit, get hit with like a wave, too, of just, you know, outbreaks. So I don't know. That's that's my personal opinion. But we'll see. Let's let's not harp on it too much and just hope everyone in the restaurant injury and every industry gets back on their feet when it's all said and done. We'll stick with some good news from now, because, of course, our beloved March Madness didn't happen, but we do have Starch Madness that happened. And Serious Eats did a bracket. And I'm not gonna list off all 64 muff, but I know you gotta take I know you I know you're looking at the bracket, right? You got the bracket up right now. I do. What out of out of the 64, what's some of the, the seeds that you like? What seed and and maybe possible upsets? What what do you like here? I mean, I know spaghetti's a top dog, it's a one seed, but what else are we looking at? Now, see, I, I got to start this off right because there is no starch that beats the potato. Let's just get that out the way there. So versatile, you know, so, so just, you can do so many things with it, man. I love them. This one is about pasta. So the ones I picked, and hopefully I'm not butchering those names. The Grognano region, I like Seed 11, Angel Hair. Absolutely fantastic. Grant Duro region, I like Seed 3, Linguini. Samola. I like seed too. I gotta go with the farfell and trafilia. I gotta go with lasagna, seed 15. 
how is lasagna a 15 seed? Absolutely disgraceful. Like, Come on, man. Whoever put that in seed, hopefully this was just random. And nobody literally said, hey, lasagna is like the bottom tier of noodle. Because, you know, it takes a little bit longer, of course. But, I mean, when it's all said and done and the final product comes out, nine times out of ten, that's, that's, a, that's a top five. Oh, top three. Easily. Because not only can you make lasagna, like, you can literally just stuff it, roll it. And then, bro, it's just like, it's, it's incredible. Hopefully this was random. I'm going to keep an eye on it. We'll give you guys the updates on when it gets to the final four and see what they have. We're just jumping around a little bit this podcast too, Muff, as we don't have a guest on this week. We had a, we had a guest on the last two weeks, and we're going to have one on next week. So it's, we're just going the usual us two, the, the duo today. Um, so we're just jumping around kind of what we like to do on Day One Lifestyle and Friends, the podcast. You know, there's been a lot of talk, been a lot of talk about when are our sports coming back or is college football even going to happen. I'm hoping for the sake of our grilling action that college football can come back. I did see on Twitter, someone came up with a good question. Who are the top five college football players that you saw in your lifetime? And I figured we could try to come up with a list together because I imagine some of them are probably going to be the same since we are the same age. Um... Speaking of the game that they they're honestly been shown on ESPN, I had Vince Young and Reggie Bush. What's your thoughts on on those two adding to our five? I'm definitely taking that. Reggie Bush is in my top five for sure, so I have no no argument on that. Actually, okay. Reggie Bush might be my top one. I'm I'm with you on that. How do you feel about Vince Young? Do you want me to put him on the side right now? You can put him on the side. Uh, I'm putting Tavon Austin up there in, in my top two to keep it a bean with you. Oh my! Is 100%. that the bias? Is that bias or no? No, it ain't no bias, man. He's absolutely terrorizing people out there. Okay, okay. We're gonna. So right now we got we got Reggie Bush, Vince Young, Tavon. Um, we'll, I mean we're we're not gonna I'm stick to this. I got to. You can you Johnny Manziel. Right, you you give me you give me your five. I'll give you my five. Okay, I'm gonna go Vince Young, Reggie Bush, Tim Tebow. I gotta, I gotta say honestly, Cam Newton, and I'm gonna go bias a little bit, but again, it says football players of your lifetime. I'm gonna go Pat White. Okay, I dig it, I dig it. So I'm gonna go Reggie Bush, Tavon Austin, Tim Tebow, Johnny Manziel, and Cam Newton. That's my top five right there. We got a lot of similarities. Yeah, but I say we got three: we, Reggie, Tebow, and Cam. We we got those, and then yeah. we both got one Mountaineer. So I can dig it. Okay, I'm not I'm not mad at that. Let us know your list. I, I'd like to see your list. Uh, on another note, while we're on sports, we might as well stick with it. It kind of saddens me. I'm not gonna lie. And again, I don't I don't want to keep being this Debbie Downer after I'm saying we're bringing this good energy. But our guy, Lance Stevenson, Guitar Hero, Major was action. supposed to sign resign i should say with the indiana pacers before you know what happened now our guy truck shout out to truck brian episode 13 he had him in his live the other day and he was trying to bet Dion waiters fellow nba player for 50 grand it made me think man a lot of people especially athletes everyone are, are laying around just just on the instagram lives and we're seeing that as we see a lot of people including ourselves watching these instagram lives such as athletes djs musicians all that stuff man we're, we're seeing that a lot is is that the next wave right now you know it, it honestly can be because especially with a lot of people being online 
Um, it just gives a it gives a chance for number one people who didn't normally get to tune into a lot of these things now they can see it, and then it gives also people a, a, another way to show that you don't have to do everything in person, but you also don't have to do everything online. It's about you know knowing that balance, and I feel like this time gives you that kind of I don't know insight to know that you can do really both. And I actually noticed like a lot of these like artists, you know, not even just athletes, like a lot of artists have just been doing like a lot of like streaming online, um, like going live and everything else. Well, yeah, I mean, technically they can't really do outside right now, but I know what you're saying that they got to adapt right now. And again, I think DJs are the are the most that we're seeing uh, being able to, you know, tip people. They're saying I'm going live at this time and, and playing hits and all that. I mean. What, what did what did D Nice have a hundred some thousand in his live at one time? I mean that's pretty incredible. And then we're seeing the beat battles of different producers going at each other mm-hmm. playing classics. Yeah, which last, I've what three hundred thousand or so. Yeah, it, it was crazy. I think he what D Nice he had like three hundred thousand. Ended up with like one point some million. And that was incredible. And then last night, uh, I well, I guess I don't want to backdate it, but last night I was able to watch the uh, <laughs> the Manny Fresh and the um, the Scott Storch battle. I thought it was really cool, man, to to notice like. Like some of the songs, you know, you you heard over and over, but you never get to see, you know, always who's producing them because they're not necessarily on like the front line of it. But like, you know, I, I knew a lot of Manny Fresh songs. A lot of them are classics I grew up with, and even some of the Scott Storch ones. I'm like, man, this is a, this is actually a great battle. Yeah, the thing about that battle was Manny Fresh definitely had the sound of, uh, you know, I mean, when it comes to Lil Wayne, Juvenile, all of them. Like, I mean, he 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 put in a lot of work from front to back. Scott, uh, Scott Storch, of course, some people were saying that you know he didn't produce the full beat but he did have his hands in a lot of songs uh the the timberlake crimey river is a prime example of that i know a lot of people were talking about but like you said a lot of times you don't know that a lot of people are affiliated with certain songs Mm -hmm. and so you really sit down and because we a lot of people don't look at the credits anymore you know you a lot of people don't it's it's easy not to so and even talking about like music like i know um was it iheart radio they had the live concert the other day where they had like Elton John hosting, they had Alicia Keys, Lady Gaga, and a few other people. And I thought that was cool that, you know, now actual companies, not just individuals, are doing these type of things, just like we just talked about. Yeah, man. I, I, like I said, I think you, I think people just got to adapt for now. And because I know touring and, and shows and all that's a big, a big part of people's financial when it comes to the music industry right now. I mean, you're, you're making a lot of money off touring, and that kind of just got axed for the time being. And, this is a popular time coming up for festivals, obviously going into summertime. So people's got to do it other ways and, and think of innovative ways to promote albums and, and go at it. So like you said, it, it was a mixture of different things right now. Obviously you got to do a little bit more online marketing and, and see where it goes from there. But yeah, I mean, it, it, everything we're talking about right now is all going back to the room a little bit, but I mean, that's just what's going on right now. So everyone is adapting to how that is. I know we haven't done this in a minute, but I want to bring back this week our graded section of the podcast, and this is where we pick four songs or albums that are relatively new, top hits, or just whatever we're feeling, and we give them a grade. So this week, first off, number one off the weekend's new album, Blinding Lights. What are you giving it? I'm giving that one an A++++, man. That one's incredible. I would go outside and listen to that three or four times a day honestly like the breakdown the hook the beat the 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 everything man, i just love this song it's absolutely incredible and the video was amazing too that may be your first a plus plus for sure it's up there 
I'm gonna go with a, a, a nice B. I think it was a nice track. Obviously, it's popular. It's his most popular song on the album. It's what we'd expect from from the weekend. So I'm gonna Thanks. go B. Number two, Turks, Nav featuring Travis Scott. I'm I hate to say it, man. I'm not a fan of Nav at all. I'm going the lowest C minus you can go just because Travis Scott's on it. He picks it up from not being a D. I'm going C minus. See, I'm going A on this, man. I don't mind Nav. I listened to a couple other songs, um, like some that he's been featured on or that he's had others featured on. I, honestly, he's not too bad to me. Um, but I, I like how, you know, the, the flow, the rhythm on this, the tap, beat. Tap, it, it was it was good, tap, though. Tap. I'm going to give it an A. I'm going to listen to it again, for sure. <sighs> I'm, I'm skipping it. City of Angels by 24K Golden. Shout out our guy, Neek. I'm going A minus, 93. I'm going to give this... Good song. Very good yeah, song. Yeah, solid song. I'm going to give this a B plus. I'll probably listen to this, you know, once it warms up and we can get up out the house. Um, but I, I really like the song, and, and the video is actually amazing as well. But I'm giving this a B plus. Very solid song. Definitely something that I think is going to catch even more traction when it starts warming up a lot more. It's just got that summer feel to it. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going A minus on it. Loyal by drake and party next door party next door dropped an album i'm gonna go b plus i'm gonna go a low b minus on this one honestly um the song is good i just don't see myself listening to it anytime soon um i'm just not in that like type of mindset for music right now i'm more so you always trap music but like the like just i don't know like not rock like alternative kind of like a little indie yeah, a little indie type of stuff. That's what that's the vibe I'm in for right now. Now, maybe, you know, if it was actually wintertime or something and I'm listening, you know, more chilling, I'd probably give this a higher grade. But at this current time, I got to give it a B minus. I went B plus. I really like the song, but I will say, Muff, as far as other party and Drake collaborations, um, I don't think this was the best. I don't think this was the best party album. I've heard some amazing songs from party and I don't think this is the best, but I still think it's a good single and a good song on this on this album the song with rihanna believe it was phenomenal too i will say that oh uh, yeah the, the rest of the, the rest of the album i'm gonna sit with it again i gotta play it back but yeah i, I thought I, I thought overall it was, it was a good track though facts yeah i i believe it i think would give it an a plus plus too mm. that's a great song right there i like that we'll be back next week and we'll have four new songs if you want us the the greatest song let us know by tweeting at us, Instagram, anything, all that good stuff. Leave a comment, and we'll do that. Like I said, Muff, no guests this week. I wanted to use this time on this episode to kind of recap some shows just because I feel like everyone's been watching a lot of shows due to circumstances. Something that you see on Netflix now, they got the top 10, which I think it kind of plays even into a factor because when you see it on the top 10 now, you're like, ooh, why is everyone watching this? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Did, did, has that hit your mind at all? I haven't paid attention to it too much. I'm still looking at YouTube uh, cooking shows, but... <laughs> stay woke, stay woke. I, I'm going to have to pay attention to that. That's a good, that's a good pickup. Right now at the top, Tiger King is up there. Facts. Ozark's up there. Facts. All-Americans up there. Ain't seen it. And then on uh on hulu right now like i said i know i know dave's up there a little dicky show a couple other shows are, are uh are up there so i definitely wanted to talk about all those we got some voicemails from you guys and some non-related voicemails that we will play at the end of this before we get off here so um not not really any spoilers i would say i guess when we talk about tiger king what we might it's not really spoilers but if you haven't watched it maybe go watch it if you want to if not it's just that it's just the interesting thing i'm not gonna say it's good 
it's just kind of interesting. That's all I can really say. Yeah. But let's let's start off, man. Let's start off with Little Dicky Show. You said it was cringeworthy. Uh, I want to hear more. I want to hear more about it, man. Man, I couldn't get 30 seconds. I couldn't even get five minutes into the show without him talking about his junk like nine times, bro. Like, <laughs> and like, and he my, really does, man. And like, mind you, like when I first played this, like my mom, my sister in there, so I'm like, yo, what is like, what is going on here? Like, and then I then I I got through it. So I'm like, you know, halfway through the second episode, I'm like, it's cool. And then the whole last half of it is the same thing. I'm like, bro, I got to cut this off, bro. A lot of dick and balls talk for sure. <laughs> bro, it's crazy, bro. I had to get out of there. I had to get little. Shout out to our guy, Jason Eckleberry, man. He he made a nice point. I'm not going to lie, Muff. A lot of people on Twitter, on our, on our Twitter, were, were saying they really enjoyed it. And I told you, like, I thought I thought it was, I didn't think it was bad, like, I never really thought about that as much until you said that. And, and then when I thought back, I'm like, those first few episodes, they really did emphasize that. Um, but he, he made a good point on Twitter. He was saying that FX, it's FX that's doing the show. And Lil Dicky, I think, Dave, he's writing a lot of it. But FX is the one that gave the show. And if you think about it, Atlanta was on FX. And Atlanta was a, a smash. I mean, I thought Atlanta was really good. Yeah, Atlanta was a great, great, great show. So I think they t- they were trying to take parts of that and then kind of morph it into a different audience, if you know what I mean. But um, yeah. a- again, I will say, I think the episodes have got better. Um, some of the music stuff to me and the industry stuff, I, th- I think's good. That part, I do think they've kind of over, they overdid a little bit, but, uh, if you do make it through there, I mean, it's, 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 it's worth, it's worth putting on in the background. I should say, I don't know if I'm going to, if I'd be waiting for a premiere of it, but, uh, you know, I think it's on like episode five or six. So if you got Hulu and, and you like the music stuff at all, if you're familiar with little Dicky yep. and his music, you, you, you might enjoy it. You might enjoy it to check it out. Yeah. That's funny though. That's a good point that you made. Yeah. I mean, overall, like the production was good. I thought it had some good comedy in there, but I just, I, I'm going to have to wait. I'm going to have to watch it another day, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Ozark, man. It's number two right now. Uh, I started it on season three and I'm three episodes in. I'm trying to do kind of what we were talking about with the Michael Jordan is not binge watch it. I'm trying to just watch one episode here and there to make it last a little bit longer. Yeah. See, I haven't watched it yet because I'm doing the exact opposite. I'm waiting until Saturday or Sunday where I can watch it all the way through because with season one, I was locked in. I honestly might do a whole two-day binge start. Oh, recap. Yeah, start all the way from the beginning again because, like, man, I just love all the characters, man. Like, you know, I, I I don't know, but it's it's just crazy. Like that's one show that I would literally just lock in all day, and I, I can't wait for it. So, Muff, have you watched Power? I can't remember if you watched Power or not with Fifty Cent Show. I honestly have not seen one episode of Power. Oh man, you you you'd like Power. How, how crazy is that? Yeah, no, you'd like Power a lot, even though I mean it, it just ended. I think it was six seasons. It just ended, but one of the main characters, I would say a, to- a top three character in there, Tommy. He is in season three of Ozark, so I was really excited about that because I really like him in Power. That's crazy. But but I'm picturing him as the badass he was in Power, and in season three, he's kind of soft. I mean, no spoiler, but the first episode or two, something happens to him where it's it's kind of soft, and I'm like, come on now, man, he's he's not no softy. So we'll see. I want to see his character development as it goes on. Um, like I said, it's not a it's not a spoiler. Nothing happened to him at major, but. Yeah, I'm like, come on, come on now. If you saw him in power, you'd understand why I said that. But I was really looking forward to it because of that. I am looking forward to, to catching more of it. So then we can do, you know, a full recap on Ozark. Mm-hmm. So definitely check out Ozark. If you're, it's kind of, it's kind of got a dark, a dark mood to it. But, I love uh, it. It's, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice drama. It's a nice crime. Drama, I love it. I <laughs> Straight up. 
great show. Hey, and you know, you, you know who I kind of like the old, the old uh, redneck dude, the farmer, the yeah, snails or whatever. Boy. Yeah, he's I kind of like him, man. You know who pissed yeah. me off? The daughter, especially in the first couple of seasons, bro. She was just making me hot, bro. Like, sit down, dog. Like, what are you doing? You about to foil the whole plan? Jason Bateman's daughter, Marty's daughter. Yeah, bro. Like, what is she doing, bro? Sit your down, man. See, I'm a, see my my least favorite in Ozark is the mom. I can't think of her name right now. The mom is the my least favorite. See, I feel like she be pulling some of the plans though. Like she be pulling a couple of moves, and I'm like, yo, like she really just finessed like a whole crazy thing. She did, and I think I think the character is made to make us dislike her a little bit. But I just think that she gets a little too uh, too trigger happy as as time goes on. But like I said, watch it, just That's watch very true. it, and you give me your thoughts when you're watching it this weekend. Facts. I, I, I'm gonna definitely do that. Y'all y'all gonna hear my real opinion on it. This next episode. All American. I haven't saw it yet. It's top three, like I said, on Netflix. Um, I've heard some good. I've heard some bad. All I saw was that Twitter clip of, of the guy making a cut on a, a five-yard end, and it was awful. They tried to slow-mo it and stuff, man. And from there, I had to question myself if I wanted to watch it because, to me, man, this, if the sports moves aren't good in, in a sports show, in a, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a little skeptical already. Yeah, it looked terrible. It's worse than cutting <laughs> a pizza with a butter knife, bro. Get you saw that five-yard end? I saw that, bro, and I don't want to see it no more. I'll probably, I'll probably watch that next year. Oh, my gosh. Now, like I said, obviously, number one on Netflix right now is The Tiger King. I, I can't really say it was good, Muff, honestly. I, I don't think it was good. I, I don't think I'll even watch it back, but it was definitely <laughs> – it was something. It, they crazy, bro. It was something. They crazy. I just want to break it down just a little bit. I don't want to spend forever on it, but like I said, because we don't have a guest on, we're going a little bit more in depth. The, Joe Exotic, I guess you would say, is the is the the primetime guy in in this show. Mullet had what three three husbands, I believe. Yeah, three um. Ran for governor, ran for oh, ran for president before that. My fault. Yep. Very. In, that. They ran for governor. Very interesting cat. No pun intended yeah. there. Um, Dude is crazy, but he's like a white 50 cent from Oklahoma that just lets his ops just, he just does not let up, i.e. Carol. Like, he hated that woman, but he's hes hes on another level, dude, of just like, I, I can't even explain it, bro. He's a different type of person, man, different breed. he He's someone at first, I mean, obviously, you know he's got a lot going on, but... Out of all the characters at first, you're you're kind of like, oh, this is this is this is like interesting. You know what I mean? Like, what's what's this guy doing? He got the, he loves his cat. I mean, he loves his tigers. He he loves all this. Is it that bad? You know what I mean? You're kind of you're kind of just seeing what's going on with it. And it's crazy because you you do like him when when he first starts, and then you start seeing some of the crazy stuff. But then at the end, you almost feel bad for Bull. I'm like, honestly, <laughs> he ain't half that bad to be honest with you. <laughs> to be honest. He's still bad, but it's like you, you almost feel bad. Like all, yeah. all, all the people turning on him and stuff. I mean, and the thing is about it is how much do you take this Netflix stuff literal? I mean, because, of course, they always say after, like, a lot of this stuff was scripted and all that. And then, you know, we'll get to it later. But I think, obviously, there's going to be a season two. So I take all of it with a grain of salt. I, I just think, you know, him and how bad him and his arch rival, basically, the person that didn't like <laughs> the breeding of the Tigers, Carol Basket. And, yeah. um... You know, Joe's rival, Carol, she was interesting because she was doing kind of a lot of the same stuff, but it was marketed different. But I guess the only difference, Joe was breeding and all that. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And everyone in this is kind of crooked in some way. It's just how bad crooked are they and how, how bad is what you consider bad, I guess you would say. Yeah. I mean, from my perspective and what most of the people were actually saying was like, she is crooked. And I read that you, and you can't take everything on Twitter literal, but they, I guess they were launching an investigation from the show. Like, okay, let's really look into this a little bit more. Right. And, and I guess, I guess you would say is that when I say everyone's a little crooked i'm talking about the main characters i do feel bad for a lot of people that got in the crossfire the people that just loved animals the people that didn't really know what was going on and we'll hop back into the main people but the, the people that i thought got ca caught up the josh guy that was um joe's campaign manager he just wanted to be in politics the the renke guy the zoo manager the person whose arm got bit that ran the zoo i can't remember i can't remember their name yeah. and then joe's mom even joe's mom didn't know her name was i guess on all that stuff and all that that oh, was yeah. that was yeah, he up. did her crazy that was messed up bro but, but but back to the there's pretty much the main four i'd say and that the other the third one is doc Antle, the guy that you're seeing a lot of stuff now that he he had the tigers and for britney spears performance and he, pretty yeah. popular guy he seemed like he knew his animals now with that said though he seemed like a straight up just cult leader weirdo you know what i mean but uh yeah that honestly, whole that whole thing was weird honestly i think the craziest part is how jeff Lowe, like how he oh, finessed don't even Joe get like me start on the affliction king man bro he came in and paid for the part set bull up to get arrested and now he rebrands it and now like he's not even in trouble right now like i don't know that's that's just crazy all the stuff he did don't get me started on the triple affliction king the oakley flat bill that the you know he has about six monsters a day. Still got the nickel back as his ringtone. Definitely the bandana under the hat. That move was crazy. The bandana with the hat, and then you know he was a Cowboys fan, probably a Cowboys. Fan. It's all he probably sleeps in that. Like when Papu sleeps in his fit. Oh, without a doubt. He definitely does. Harley jacket. We all know someone. Can't we, trust we, we we know people like that, man. First in line at uh, first in line at the MMA fights at B Dubs. Hundred percent. Probably ends up Throw getting in a fight. Tab. Gets in a fight that night in the bar. Throw it on my tab. To me, to me, he he was the worst one, man. And and we had we actually had a Twitter. We we opened up the voicemails, like I said, but we did have a Twitter question they want us to do. And this is the most deserving to be behind bars. I don't like the I don't like to talk about people getting behind bars and all, but we're gonna do it for this sake. One through five, most deserving to be behind bars. And I think this might go with what you were talking about earlier about joe i would say number one i mean i gotta say jeff Lowe, right honestly is is really tough to say because he he did kind of come in after a lot of this stuff had already transpired to be honest as, as much as i like joe like and I, I wouldn't wish it on nobody but honestly he, he got he got what was coming to him for messing people over all the time so you almost gotta say he's number one mm -hmm. number number two though for me I'm going. I'm going with the informant, <laughs> bro. Lock him up. Throw him under okay. the jail, bro. James Garrison. What is wrong with Bull? Uh, okay, okay. So Muff's got Joe. Nah, Muff's take, got Joe. Put, put James, James Garrison. Garrison first, man. Throw him in there, man. Okay, James Garrison. Again, the big what if is with Carol. I mean, you're really innocent until proven guilty. We it's all speculation. They got a lot of stuff they saying, but like, you know, a lot of that stuff got burned up. When when they when they uh, burned the well, I guess the what the the house with the gators in it and stuff, but like I guess they can't they if you can't prove nothing then it is what it is. So we're going James Garrison. I, I'd say I'd say Jeff. I'm telling you, man. I think Jeff Lowe though before Joe because Jeff Lowe had a lot of other mischief too that he was arrested for and all that. You got to think about that. That's very true. That is very true. 
That is a good point. I, I say we go – I guess we're going – are we going to Joe third and then probably Doc fourth? I mean, Doc, you could tell he's messed up. But, I mean, d- does he – I get. Well, I mean, guess he – I don't know. Does he brainwash people? What's going on? I mean, does he? is he our fourth or fifth? Um, honestly, Doc, he's got to go fourth. He's, he's just got to go fourth. And you gotta you gotta put Carol last because we can't prove nothing. So if she's doing something, she's hiding it. Not yet. Yeah. So that's 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 our answer for that question. Someone else I wanted to throw in the mix real quick is Rich Kirkham, the video guy. Joe lost it, man, when Rich said he owns him about that with the film. Bro, he did lose it, bro. I honestly, I would have paid good money to be there to see that. Do you think that he just at that set moment set the place on fire for the voicemails, or do you think Joe did that? Joe was away at a funeral, supposedly. I mean, did you think that was... I mean, it's, it's all speculation, really. I think Joe had a hand in it. I don't think he did it personally. I don't think he would be... I don't think... Because you got to think, right? If he wanted Carol gone, he could have had her gone. He could have just walked up in there and did it. But he went and tried to get somebody else to do it. So I don't think he would go and burn it down himself. But I think he definitely had a hand in it since, you know, all that information that, um, that, uh, that Rich Kirkham had was all in that house. In that gator house. See, but people were, were saying it, it might have been Rich, but the thing about it was Rich was putting a lot of time and effort because he wanted to sell it as a TV show. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't think Rich did it either. I don't think Rich did I it. I think Joe, yeah, I think Joe might have did it. Overall, Muff, um, I think that it, I think it left a little bit dry. Like I said, I'm honestly not. I know it's a topic and look at us. We're spending time talking about it, but I don't think I would go back and watch it. Now, season two comes around. I'm not going to lie. We're definitely going to watch it, but, uh, 100%. but I, I just think that they might have rushed it a little bit with the with the road and all that, knowing that it was going to be popular and it was going to be something that people were going to be talking about. But it sounds like there is going to be a season two coming out. And uh, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, I think on season two, if it, if it does actually come out, it's just going to be pretty much Joe, you know, putting everybody else out there, put their business out there because he said, well, I got a lot of information. I'm, I got 39 people that I can take down with me. So we're going to see what's up. I think that's what pretty much season two is going to be about. All right, let's get into the voicemails. Let's take a listen to voicemail number one. Yo, all I got to say is that I will bet my life savings that that trick Carol Baskin definitely killed her husband. 100%. He is with one of the tigers or under the freaking sewage pipe, whatever. Yeah, I definitely agree, man. She 100% did it. She 100% did. There's no way that he just disappears and there's no traces of nothing. Man, it, it's it's in it's in plain sight, man. I'm 99% nine sure also. I'm agreeing. I think all three of us, thank you for the call. Carol Baskins, I'm not going to say she did, but I think she did. 100. Let's, let's take a listen to number two. Hey, not sure if this is uh, for spoiler alert or not, so I'm just going to list off. Who I think the characters are um, and who they should be cast by if there was a movie. Carol Baskin, played by either Caitlin Olsen or Caitlin McKinnon. John Finley, played by Charlene Scott. Doc Annell, played by John C. Riley. Joe Exotic, Thomas Lennon, Arena 911. Jeff Lowe, Sasha Baron Cohen, played as Ollie G or Kid Rock. And James Garrison, James Bryce. Honestly, that's a very interesting take. The one character that I would sub out, I'd put Seth Rogen as James Garrison. And and why I got to that, because I can just picture his fro just flowing in the wind, riding on that jet ski. 
and just talking real wild, man. Like that's I think you got to put Seth Rogen there. I like that. I, I I like Seth Rogen there. I did see Joe some complex or somewhere hit up Joe, and he said he'd want Brad Pitt to play him. I don't think that'll happen, but I like the Seth Rogen take. Voicemail number two. Thank you for the call. Someone someone's got to leave their names, man. Uh, num- number three voicemail. Let's hear this. Well, hey there, fellas. This is Joe from Joe's Exotics. I just wanted to call and give my piece on this whole Roma epidemic going on. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't think the Chinese had nothing to do with this Roma going around, goddammit. You know what I think to blame for this? I think it's Carol Baskin. I think she's what we're doing is she cut up Dawn, fed him to the taggers, and next thing you know, we've got this damn coronavirus going on. <sighs> Turning the 5G on, they don't know what the hell's going on out here. So all I'm going to say is wash your hands, wash your ass, stay up. Later. Now, now this this is an interesting take, Mom. It is a very interesting take, and maybe you know the government is about to go whoever left this voicemail to their house because they might be onto something. I mean, it's just a coincidence that Tiger King came out and they got Corona in there and they putting up these five G towers. I ain't saying they're wrong, but I ain't saying they're right. I mean, could could Carol have something to do? We don't know. Hey, maybe ninety nine point nine percent she does. We'll never know. I'm not saying she does, but. <laughs> She does. Thanks for the call, number three. Um, let's 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 do a couple more. Let's do let's do voicemail number four here. Hey guys, yeah, it's uh, your buddy Clay. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm calling not to talk about this uh, Joe Exotic guy, but uh, just to say that I miss you guys. Yeah, uh, you know, all this Corona stuff. Just want to see my boys. Hey, my boy Clay, we miss you too, man. Hey, Clay, we definitely got to get some tacos and some brews when this Rona's done. A hundred percent. Good stuff, man. It looks it looks like he left us another one. I mean, from what I can see on this number, so I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, play a little hey bit of guys. this one. And see what he says. It's Clay again. <laughs> I just wanted to say that uh, I've been doing something recently. I, I take uh, when I make my chocolate milk now. Uh, I use my milk, some of my chocolate, but I'm also adding a little splash of uh, heavy cream to it to make it a little bit more creamier. Uh, <laughs> You know, if you guys want to try it, you know, I know you guys like chocolate milk. I like chocolate milk. Um, everyone on the show or listening to the show wants to drink a cup of chocolate milk. So uh, if you want to try something new, uh, heavy cream, chocolate milk. Now, see, he's got the idea, and I like how he thinks. And this might be something. You see, this, this might be something that Barista Garrett could use for his new press. Nah, that's that's Clay, man. Clay's the, the the barista, man. He's the barista. Shout out to Reginalds. Um, I had to clip him. I clipped him a little bit, man, because I'm looking at the voicemails here, and he left us another one. So Clay, let me hear what voicemail six has to hit for with Clay, man. This will be the last thing I say. I promise. Uh, <laughs> Knicks haven't lost since March 11th. Actually, they won that game. Uh, so basically, they uh, haven't lost the game for like three weeks. Uh, that's pretty pretty big news. Um, honestly, I think they're looking pretty good, and uh, you know, having this uh, non-losing streak uh, for at least three weeks, you can't really uh, diss on that. Uh, you guys have to show them a little bit more respect, I think, uh, especially you, Garrett. Uh, I know you can uh, be a little rough on me with them, but uh, like I said, three weeks, no losses. So. If you don't get out of here, man, the Knicks are. B U M S. Top two worst franchises ever. With number one being the Cowboys. Thanks for the calls, man. Last last voicemail. Let's 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 do this voicemail. We're gonna hop off here. Um, voicemail number seven. Hi, good afternoon. This is Carrie. I just want to thank you guys, Gary and 
must. Like you guys do a tremendous job of keeping our your community going and helping out your friends in this difficult time. We thank you so much for your presence, your existence, how hard you guys are going, and the amazing work that you guys do with your podcast every single day. Uh, you guys are our sanctuary, our therapy, and uh, we greatly appreciate it. Also, I just want to inquire if you could leave a topic on Nipsey Hustle and his passing and just kind of review and talk about its impact on the community and on our entire society as a whole. Uh, and we, it'll be really important to discuss that topic as well. Thank you so much for all the great work you do. Have a good one. My boy, Kerry, man, always good energy. I love it, dog. And those are the vibes we need to stay sane in this time, man. A little positivity that I think everybody could use. So we definitely appreciate that. We appreciate you, man. 100% Kerry. Shout out to Carrie Ayo. Shout out to Nipsey Hustle. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. Nipsey, if you go back, I can't remember what episode it was, but uh, we definitely we definitely talked about the album Victory Lap and Nipsey's legacy. As me and Muff are two people that love to support community, I know Nipsey did the same with his community, and that meant a lot to him. I think it was episode 44, I think. Something that like sounds that. about right. That sounds about right. Uh, but but I, I definitely think, man, he had a major part and his community, and we saw that. We, we see it. We still see it to this day. It's more than just, just the music sales. It's more than just the album streams. You know what I mean? So it's the impact. The impact. Exactly. The mindset. Exactly. Um, entrepreneurship. A lot of people could look up to him and, and the business mind outside the music. So rest in peace, Nipsey. You know what? We'll, we'll leave this this episode with a track from, from Nipsey and some West Coast vibes. Like you said, keep that good energy going with episode 61, and we'll be back next week on episode 62. Get at us. Good. grinding all my life. Sacrifice. Hustle paid the price. Want a slice. Got to roll the dice. That's why. All my life. I've been grinding all my life. Look. All my life. Been grinding all my life. Sacrifice. Hustle paid the price. Want a slice.